My name is Sam Howarth and I work at the Development and Alumni Relations Office here at the University. As part of our fundraising and friendraising activities, we have begun to seek support from graduates and friends for a brand new project called Warwick Voices. The aim of this project is to offer the opportunity for graduates to share their experiences about their time here at university and indeed to talk about their life since graduation and their relationship with Warwick today. The first graduate volunteer to participate is Tony Wheeler. Tony studied engineering science here at Warwick as part of the very first undergraduate student intake in 1965 and went on to become a co-founder of the travel guide series Lonely Planet. Tony has lived in Australia for a number of years but I was lucky enough to catch up with him earlier this week during a brief visit to the UK. Um, you were one of the first students um, at Warwick back in 1965 and so just wanted to ask what are your earliest memories of the university at that time? I guess probably like most people who remember Warwick back in the 60s, it was very much a building site, and it was a building site that changed. We, we were up at the near, um, what was the main road? I forget what the main road was called now, off Gibbet Hill Road. And th- that was pretty much finished when we moved in. You, know, you knew you were moving into a new building, but it was a completed building. But then very soon things started to happen down the road, and that was, a, that was definitely a change. Why did you decide to come to such a new university? One that wasn't even built yet. <laughs> well, I, I, did, I guess it was the, the usual thing of, you know, applying to different places and finding which ones were interesting and which ones would offer you a place and not. And, of course, we were, I was part of the post-war baby boom, and there were a lot of us coming through, and suddenly a lot more university places were needed, and mm. there was competition for them. But I, I really liked the idea of a new university, and I, I think all the places I applied to were all um, either brand new or or pretty much new. When you left Warwick as an engineering science graduate, what did you have in mind as a career? Was publishing an option then? Well, I I guess it should have been because although I I worked in engineering for a couple of years and uh, and found it interesting in some ways, uh, I soon decided that if I was going to stick in engineering, I wanted to be more on the business management side of it rather than the straight engineering side, which is actually I think a lot of engineers get into it. Engineering and, um, and business is a is a good combination, and I'd um, I'd done a an engine not engineering a business elective in my my last year at Warwick before Warwick had a business school, mm. so my my ideas of um, just doing straight engineering had changed pretty early on, but the other thing was I'd worked on the university newspaper, and I think university newspapers are often an entree into publishing or media or journalism or something of that nature. What advice would you offer current Warwick students and graduates starting out after they finish? I, I think you've got to be really open-minded about what you do. That you, you don't necessarily want to want to do what your your course is pointing you towards. So you you need to be um, be creative in how you you use what you've learnt and use it in different fashions. As, as many people end up doing something which is is very very much off the off the line of what they were initially thinking about. It's over 40 years since you began your degree and um, some people might be wondering why you're, you want to maintain a relationship with the university after all this time. I, I think anybody who has a, a, a good time at university, it's, it, it's partly that you do have contacts there, but I think it's also that you, you want to try and give something back in some ways. And I, I think that a lot of us you know, appreciated the, the education we got and uh, we, we'd like to see other people getting the same advantages we had. And if we can um, contribute to that in some way, well, fantastic. And, of course, you are interested in the place as well. You know, any time it pops up, there's somebody who was a 
fellow graduate of the, the place, whether they were before you, well, they weren't before, the, <laughs> before me in my case, but at the same time as you or later on, you're always interested. You think, well, I went there as well. And um, if you don't mind me asking, um, what prompted you to sort of make a contribution to the annual fund? That, the same thing that I was saying, that I, I thought it's a, you know, an opportunity to give something back to something that you've, you've taken advantage of. And I, I think that's a, a way a lot of people think in, think in life, that if you, you do okay out of life, well, you should, um, you should be thankful for that. Okay. What do you think the most important thing is that you learned at university? I, I think, you know, as it turned out, the, the, the best course I did at university was not <laughs> one of my um, regular courses, part of the, you know, the, the lectures and so on. It was the things I did outside of the classes. Now, in my case, it was working on the university newspaper, which I, I've got to say I found more interesting than any of the courses I did, and I probably learned more from it than any of the courses I did. And I think that's true of a lot of people. Very often... The, uh, the, the non-course part of the university experience is, is just as important as the, the things you actually learn in classes. And let's face it, university is far more than just classes. It's people you meet, it's conversations you have, it's books you read, it's experiences you have. That's all part of the whole story. And do you have any sort of view as to what the university should identify as future priorities? I do not have no idea. I, I, I think you know, universities, like everything in life, are changing all the time. And I think what the, the, the main priority is to, is to be in touch with um, how those changes are going through. I think of just how important computers are for us today. Mm. You know, we, we, just, we just touched on computers when I was at Warwick. And then a couple of years later, when I, I went back to university to do an MBA, um, you know, computers were more important, but they were nothing like what they are now. There's, you know, the, the power of my mobile phone is, is more powerful than the computers we had to mess around with at that era. We hope that the Warwick Voices project will become a resource for valuable information and memories about the university. If you wish to become involved in this project, please feel free to contact me at the Development and Alumni Relations Office. Our website address is www.warwick.ac. Dot uk slash giving and my email address is sam.howarth at warwick.ac.uk.